first name is Johnny. Yeah, I watched some of your videos, the first two videos you posted. Johnny nice. Margarita, Johnny Margarito, is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Margarito. Okay, okay. All right. Do you want to? Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. So what I so what I did, Johnny, was I um I've been asking a lot of people questions, or I've been posting a lot of um posts on there telling people to ask questions that they want to know about the stock market, right. about investing, and then we'll help answer them. So I, right. I was getting a lot of private messages and I was taking the common questions off that thread and I just, I wrote down a whole bunch of them. So I figured we can help people with that. But, um, yeah, but first I wanted to talk about you. So, you know, you're, you're stock market investing coach, you're a manager at Wiseman Traders. Uh, you're the creator of the Facebook group that we're in, which is fantastic. Yeah, I started... When I started, when I joined that group, I'm pretty sure it was about a thousand, and now it's up to like 3,200 or something. Yeah, and, we're getting mad requests. Uh, but and it, it, the the requests are off the chain. I mean, we're there's a thousand requests last time I looked, and yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying gotta, to really, yeah, got to go through it. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to not let, because the more people you let in, the more you find spammers. So you Definitely. gotta like really, yeah, you gotta kind like of almost half of those requests are about spammers. We gotta cleanse a lot of those people out, but it's yeah. good helping those people. I love the group. Yeah, it's and great. I love, I love your help. You've been, I, yeah, it's oh, it's man. great. It's it's an awesome group that you built. So tell us about how you got started. How did you come up with that idea to make that group? When did you make it? I made it in about July of 2020. Um because it was started off because uh, people are asking for assistance um, of a lot of uh, um, acquaintances and then my wife's friends. Um, there's some people that were, um, well, my wife was bragging about some of my success, of course. And um, so it's, that's how it started. The people started wanting um, um, a mentor and some assistance. So I started providing help and stuff, but of course it's, it's very time consuming. <clears throat> um, um, answering all the all the questions they have and all the terminology on the stock market, so I had to had to start putting something together to start to start making a living out of it because um um well I walked away from a uh, construction I only uh um, help out family and friends now because the stock market's been so good and of course the Wiseman Traders has been expanding and the uh, my clothing line so it's been it's been really fantastic. That's great to hear. So tell us about Wiseman Traders. Is that that's your company? Yes. You created that? Okay. Yes, I did. So yeah, when I, when did you create it? And uh, it was about July. I'm pretty sure it was in July when I, I created so it's, it. So it's expanded pretty quick then. If you said you've it had has. success, huh? Oh, yeah. They're definitely, oh, yeah. definitely expanding. I mean, I've been in the group for about a month and we've already gained 2,000 members. It's insane. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I I, I I had a small group before I joined yours. I only nice. had about 65 members, but I I invited them all to join yours. Nice. <laughs> so, awesome. that, yeah. Um, so so you're, you do one-on-one -on -one coaching. You send yeah. out weekly uh, emails with all the top movers of the week. Yeah, which I looked at some of them. It's very well done. Your website's very well done too. Thank you. And um, so, what else? What all other services do you provide? It's just the the email and the one on one um, coaching right now. I also have the well because I just went free with my uh, email subscriptions with the Wiseman News email subscriptions, so that's free to get now. And um, 
but uh, I have a, a Discord uh, alerts for um, traders, for people who want to get instant instant um, alerts on their phone and stuff. I have a Discord for strictly for trading and um, weekly opportunities. How How is that? Because Discord, I used to use Discord for, it's mostly uh, used for gamers. Is Are you getting a lot yeah. of traction on that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely like it. And my, my clients, I've, I've had good feedback of about the the platform that's my favorite per, preferable platform yeah it's, it's definitely good because how you can have different um different uh, like group uh channels that, yeah exactly so i have a, a, a daily one for one for the wiseman portfolio i have different channels so it's, it's good wiseman news so i can just post articles and updates mm-hmm. on it so it's really convenient. do you have moderators helping you or is it just sort of you no i'm gonna be expanding now that I'm my capital is growing fantastically, glory be to God. Um, I'm gonna be looking for more moderators and um, more people with licenses because um, I need to get I need to get certified and stuff. And I'm gonna be hiring people that have certificates and licenses for for accounting and so forth. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. You're growing fast. Yeah. Congrats, man. That's amazing. Uh, where are you from? From Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in Connecticut, so. Oh, nice. You got nice. We, I mean, we're it's like 16 degrees out right now here, and <laughs> like 20 mile an hour winds. <laughs> yeah, we always have every season in one day. <laughs> like we could have cold weather, snow, and then it could be warm a different second. It's it's very strange out here, but the weather's been all right. It's been cool recently. That's great. Um, well, let's want to get into answering some questions that people want to know. Definitely, let's so, get to people. Yeah, so, so let me just preface. If you guys are, uh, what's the Facebook group called again? Uh, Stock Market for Beginners. Stock Market for Beginners. We are answering your questions right now from that group, just to yeah. let you guys know. We're yeah. going to attach the link to that group too, so everyone can join that is yeah. not in that group that hasn't seen it. Uh, so hopefully we can get you some more members too. Awesome, awesome. So we could definitely And we'll, we're going to post... We're going to post the links to your website too. So we Fantastic. Can, Thank yeah. you guys. Um, so the number one question I see a lot on there is what should I invest in? Yeah. So I, for me, I would say, well, what are your goals? You definitely. Know? Definitely. And what is your risk tolerance? And, and what is that money? Is it like investment money? You need that money or is it money that that people want to risk? Because some people just really just want to trade. People don't want some people don't want to invest, even though I try to push it on them. I recommend it. But I think those two words you just used were key. Tra- are you trading or are you investing? Because yes. trading is short term. Investing is long term. Yes. And and my my recommendation is uh, to stay 70 to 80 percent invested and 20 to 30 trading for, for the people who have the itch for trading. Um, that's what I try to push on them. And, and um, for most people who, who, who want to get the, the, the feel of the trading. Both, and, yeah. 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 So I think it just depends on your risk tolerance and what your goals are. So we can't really answer that question for you if we don't know those things. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that you'd have to, you'd have to ask yourself first. Definitely. So here's a good one. How do I identify? How do I identify stocks with potential? Well, can we go back to what should I invest in? Because we didn't really fully answer the question. So yeah, that's true. There's, 
I mean, so there's something called exchange traded funds. Basically, what it is in really simple terms, so you, you can think of it this way. Uh, think of it as a bunch of stocks all in one that are diversified um, and basically makes makes you investing, makes your investment not risky uh -huh. because you are diversified over so many different um, stocks. Right. right. Well, the question was um, what stocks are good to get invested in, right? Yeah. yeah, so specifically some ETFs could be like VOO is a really definitely. basic one that everybody De sort definitely. of uses. Definitely, and you guys covered that one good, and I'm, I definitely hold that one because, you know, the S&P 500 is going to continue to grow. And um, another ETF I love and probably my favorite is, is TAN. It's a uh, Invesco Solar ETF. Tan? And it has T -A -T -A -N? Yeah, T-A-N. I'm going to look that one up. I have never seen that one. Cool. It's a fantastic, cool. that's my favorite ETF. Okay. Um, it has most of my favorite uh, solar stocks and renewables. Well, it's mostly a uh, solar stocks, but it has all of my favorite bundle in there. So that's my favorite ETF. That's a great. That's a great idea too. Is to invest in solar and renewable energy now that uh, Biden's yeah. president. But that was going to be the future anyways. It so, is, and yeah. and that's definitely a sector for capital gains because it's been tremendous. Uh, well, the past months and re renewable energy and those a lot of those companies still got a lot of room to grow. So that's a sector that you could really have a lot of capital gains during 2021. For sure. I think to close off on that, this question, I would say I think the other thing we all pretty much have the same sentiment on is invest in blue chip, blue chip stocks, invest yes. in companies, you know, invest in companies that you use the products for. And briefly, yeah. briefly explain what a blue chip stock is. So, so the term blue chip came from uh, casino chips because blue was the highest value chip. And uh, it just means they're highly reputable. They're large market caps. They're respected. They're, you know, they, they have a lot of, yeah, they're sustainable. They're companies, you know, Apple, Google, Facebook, Starbucks, whatever. You yeah. Know, no, no company is immune from risk, but these are probably the least risky ones. Yeah. The most sustainable out of. Yeah, the blue chips cover the majority of the best stocks. So definitely got to have the majority of those on your portfolio. So I think this is something you'd you'd be really good at uh, answering, Johnny, because I see you do a lot of this. Is um, for identifying stocks with potential. I know you help a lot of people out. How do you go about finding that information? Well, um, well, the overall news. Of course, I'm always up to date on news. I um, subscribe to a a lot of companies and of course I'm up on all the investors um, on, on the big uh, email subscriptions. And so of course um, I'm updated on news, but another thing I'm repetitive on is market cap, market cap, market cap, market cap. That's what you got. That's what you're buying into. Not the, because people are just looking at the overall, especially when it comes to penny stocks or dollar stocks, the uh, people think I'm going to buy because it's, it's, it's going to continue to grow. It's just, it's only worth the, it's a cheap stock right now, but that's, that's the wrong way to go about it. Usually you're buying in at the market cap. And uh, for the most part, most penny stocks are uh, low market caps, but, but. Could you explain what market cap means too? Cause this is like a, obviously investor beginner the, group. So that would kind of help. It's the total value of the company, everything, revenue, cash flow, assets, um, everything that the company owns. Uh, goes into the overall market cap of the company so that's that's what you're buying into when you're buying the stock 
that's what that uh, you're buying into the market price of when you're at the current value. Do you go as far to take the Warren Buffett approach? Who he looks at like annual reports and stuff like that. Do you go that far? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. From the investments wise, yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. balance definitely. sheets, stuff like that. Definitely. Um, so. Yeah, so um, I'd say there's a lot of sources out there. Uh, like you said, you can look at uh, Market Watch is a popular one, Motley Fool, yeah. uh, Yahoo Finance, yeah. U.S. News, World News. There's yeah, so many really good ones out there. Those are the best um, ones right there. Yeah, and so that's that's pretty much pretty that simplifies it. Uh, I would say another really uh, actually a funny question. I think it's kind of funny is because <laughs> I did this all the time when I started is. How often should oh, I check man. my investment portfolio? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, well, another thing I try to push is having an investment portfolio and a trading portfolio for, for most people, especially the ones who have the itch, because especially when it comes, that's a good question, because especially when you have two uh, two portfolios, you could uh, leave that investment portfolio aside so you could just buy when you need to put, you know what I mean? Make your transactions when you need to, but just leave it alone. And of yeah. course you'll be looking on it at your other platform, but. This is kind of sort of related. The only reason I would suggest checking it a lot actually is because if you get hacked and you don't notice it, you only have, a lot of these brokerages will only cover it if you tell them within so many days. So if two months goes by and you lose your whole account and you never noticed or a year goes by, they're going to be like, why didn't you tell us before? It's the same thing with banks, too, like if your True. bank account gets hacked. So that's one reason I would suggest actually checking it a lot. And True. I would add to that, make sure you set two-factor authorization on every single brokerage yeah. account you have. Because it makes it so much harder for a hacker to get in and use Google authentication app. Yeah. So these hackers are good. These hackers yeah. are they're evolving and if 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 you use your phone number, it. yeah, if you use your phone number, they they can they're doing a new SIM swap uh, scam now where they're calling your uh, your cell service company provider and getting your SIM number <laughs> or getting a SIM yeah. sent to you with your phone number on. So uh, you got to be really careful. If you use a really use a really strong password and two-factor authentication, and yeah. then you don't have to check it as much, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I definitely um, I check it quite often, honestly. But of yeah, course, I'm yeah. always looking at the stocks that I'm I'm invested into. Definitely, I'm always looking at the stocks. That yeah, I'm I think in. all all three of us check it every day. I mean, yeah. It's just hard not to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's not that course. you're worried. It's not that you're, like I'm not worried about what's happening that much. I just I like to. You just gotta take a peek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't really care too much. You should be investing money that you don't really care if you lose. Um, and I'm invested in ETFs anyway. So if it goes down like fifty dollars in a day, I know it's gonna go back yeah. up eventually. So it's well, kind of irrelevant to. It, it's it's definitely a nice thought to think that, but once you start accumulating ten, fifteen thousand dollars in there, you're gonna want to check yeah. it more. You know, once it's up there, yeah. You're really at first, the market, at first, the overall first, market, yeah. yeah. At first, when you got a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars, and then once it starts growing even bigger, it's like now that's money. Like, oh my god, I just worked really hard to do that to get this huge amount of money, and you know, you want to yeah. look after it. But for sure. uh, so yeah, I'd say for your mental state maybe just check it at the end of the day, every day, you know, don't, yeah. don't, don't stress out all day long checking it. Yeah, definitely not the investment portfolio, but you definitely got to be checking them.
quite often. But yeah. always be looking at the stocks you're investing into. You always got to be checking the overall market and then the stocks that you own. You definitely always got to be up to date on those. For sure. Yeah. So um, here's another good one. Is paying an investment advisor worth it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, well, my first year I lost thousands because I, I wanted to trade and no patience uh, so yes definitely because the majority of us are going to learn the hard way and by losing money and money that we could have paid for someone to teach us and most likely when you have a mentor teaching you you're going to most likely be having growth in your portfolio at the same time you're learning so I, now, it's a total win-win to be clear we're not talking about managers we're not talking about portfolio managers that charge fees. We're just talking about people that can teach you to learn how to invest and trade stocks. To, to be so that, fair, yeah. to be fair, um, you yeah. can learn everything online. Like me and Tony, we've we're self-taught pretty much, um, and we're not, not everybody doing. Everybody has that though. Not yeah, we're we're that. not doing anything risky either, yeah. like day trading or anything. We're just going the safe route. Yeah. Um, you can you can teach yourself online. Um, yeah, but definitely. You it's, can. It's, but like the the ratio of people that or will actually keep going and seeking and even after taking a loss keep going and to learn and to keep studying and to find the good places where you can find the news and to find the good uh, people on YouTube it's it, there's a very few people that actually go the distance to guess um, while self taught and because I'm I'm self taught as well I had to buy books and YouTube videos as well but. The, the, I'll say the majority of people to play devil's advocate though i i don't think if you're if you're investing in safe etfs i don't really think it's that complicated True. i think you can learn True. within a week or yeah, two um, but the problem is how many right. people know that like to go to the leave. etfs route like very few people yeah. know to go to the etfs route when they i first agree start. i agree you gotta they need somebody to like because I didn't know that like for months I was, I could have lost a lot of money. I, I mean, I bought airline stocks. I bought all kinds of stupid Chasing shit. the daily movers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I knew about ETFs, but I, I just, I just like, oh, I'm an investor. Yeah. I just, I just want to throw that in there to not discourage anybody. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much why I said that. You can definitely yeah, learn on your definitely. own. You, you can definitely learn on your own, but if you can afford it and it, it might be worth it to like, hire somebody for even just for a little bit to teach you the basics and yeah that's that's why i that's why we we had you on because we don't usually promote people but i think you do have a you're honest and you're not trying to scam people and i've seen a lot of the uh interactions you had with people and you you don't give bad advice or crazy advice you know (laughs) right i try to stay humble i always try to stay humble as much as possible and and to give people the truth and and especially to watch out with the daily movers because that's where a lot of beginners fall is the daily movers the stocks that are moving crazy and stuff yeah. you, you want some of that you want some of that so you a lot of people buying at the highest peak and it's a big no-no i will say like andrew said don't i think when you said it, don't invest money that you don't need or invest money that you don't need right away that's a really great strategy if you want to have a separate account for day trading and you want yes. to put a thousand dollars stimulus in there and you don't even need right. the money, then you can take chances with it. You know, right. and if you already have another, you have a 401k or you have another retirement account, then you can take chances with money. 
right but, because like my investment portfolio like th- th- that's money i need and my yeah. my family needs for the future yeah. so like i'm that's i'm real bold in what i do and um secure what i do with that money and also with my trading money as well but every dollar in my trading account i could afford to lose every single dollar in my trading account and so yeah. i have the, the risk in there so i could um especially trade options and stuff because that's what my a lot of um, weekly success comes from is options trading as well but definitely trading um when it comes to trading every single dollar using um um should be um you should be able to lose that money without harming your personal life or your family none of that that's a uh, low risk tolerance 100 percent. yeah all right so i would so let's move on to the next one so what's the best brokerage to use another very popular question right mine's weeble definitely by far it's weeble i love the the level two on there and i love how the how the the, the charts look the how the news come the the community the community is very nice um definitely weeble by far but uh, for for trading I favor Robinhood for trading. That's where I have my my trading funds and then my investment funds are on Weeble. Yeah, if you're looking for simple, Robinhood is, you can compare it to an iPhone. The iPhone is so simple. Um, the interface is simple. It's universal. Um, and Robinhood just is just like that. Yeah, Robinhood is very intuitive. It's easy to use. And um, it, it's really good for beginners in that sense. Um, they don't have like the most educational information on there. Uh, so if you are going to use Robinhood, you beware of that. You're going to have to learn the information on your own as opposed to other brokerages. A lot of them do have more educational information. But Robinhood also does have articles that you can click as well. Tell us yeah. about, uh, Johnny, tell us about Weeble's uh, paper trading. Because a lot of people don't know what that means. That's nice. It's... um it's uh it's investing or trading with fake money so it's a it's a little feature on weeble that you could invest and trade with fake money and so you could get your toes in the water especially with trading because of course investing is going to be for the long run but but especially to get your toes in and for traders uh, but in general uh, you definitely got to try i didn't i didn't know that was a thing that's awesome that's a really that's a really great feature for uh new investors i wish i knew that when i started now can you is it is it just for like day trading practice or is it like etfs long term no it's everything It's, it's everything yeah i watched a youtube video on it and i was like wow this is impressive that they do this I, you know, TD, I think TD Ameritrade does that too, but you can't trade yeah. fractional shares on TD Ameritrade. Can you trade fractional shares on Weeble? No, not on Weeble. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think uh, pretty much any brokerage you use is going to be okay. It's really tailored to your needs because yeah. they're all uh, SIPC insured. Um, and they all so, have the pros and cons. So yeah, they, it's really it depends on your needs and wants. Yeah, because a lot of people do favor Robinhood because for the how simple it looks, but the more sophisticated people like to have more of the sophisticated platform. And all the all pretty much all brokerages now are zero dollar commission fees, so it's very yeah. easy to get started. Yeah. There's no paywall. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people are worried about the fees and they think they're gonna lose a lot of money just for making transactions right away. Definitely. So a couple of people, the next question a couple of people asked was, I'm new to trading. How many of you use stop orders for more risky stocks in case they go down? For trading, it's a must. You, you have to, you, right? 
yeah, yeah, for trading, you have to have your, your stop losses and your limit orders to take away your profits as well because you can't get greedy. That, that hurts when you're getting greedy, greedy, and it's going up, and out of nowhere, all your money is gone, and you're back to <laughs> your average position. So you definitely have to put your stop losses and your, your limit orders as well to take your money. Definitely I think I think that's a really good feature just in general too. It, yeah, that's it minimizes losses. And I, there's a lot of people that I see that are buying stocks in pre-market and they're asking yeah. questions about that. That was Definitely. another one. You need to use limit orders when you're buying in pre-market because I've sold stocks to people for like $4 more than what the stock was in pre-market before because people just buy it at a money value and now you just overpaid drastically for that stuff yeah let's let's also yeah. talk about what the best time to trade is because what i've noticed is when it when the stock market opens that's like the worst for me i've noticed anyways what is your thoughts on it um for trading wise the aftermarket hours is where a lot of movement is going to be whether it's up or down definitely aftermarket and pre-market hours is going to have a, a lot of movement so the, definitely it's going to have, you're going to have movement when you, while you're sleeping for the most part, for most of us. So you definitely have to have those, those stop losses and limit orders. So what do you think is the most like stable time of the day? Is there a most stable time of the day? Um, I would say selling wise, cause, um, I've noticed that stocks uh, mostly get to the highest peaks at, at like, um, four in the morning, four through six in the, in the morning mountain time or like real early pre-market hours. And but to buy most of the time, I'd say it's usually two to three hours. Um, and when After. the stock market opens, because yeah, that starts uh, a lot of it, a yeah, lot of uh, the runners start to decline. So to back what you just said too, I, so I have Acorns and Acorns. I, I invest every day in there. I have recurring investment, and every day it goes in at like eleven o'clock, eleven eleven thirty. And I was reading about that online, and so Acorns builds portfolios, and they use a lot of experts to come up with these portfolios. And they came up with the time of like eleven eleven thirty is when they always invest your your um, your re yeah reoccurring investments. Yeah, it's time to so, buy around that time. So I imagine there's something to that. They must have done some type of research on that you know definitely it's a good point um so the next question is kind of funny um we probably don't have to touch on this too much but the best way to click uh flip six hundred (laughs) dollars what's the best way to flip six hundred dollars well if you have some high risk um you're gonna have high risk um i saw you commented go to the casino or something like that (laughs) yeah it's not a casino (laughs) But if you if you, if that's money that 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 person is willing to risk every single dollar of it and willing to flip it, it's options, options. But you really gotta study what you're doing. You gotta learn everything when it comes to options. The Greeks, you gotta learn about the VIX because that's that's kind of like the stock market emotion. The volatility index. Yeah. 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 So um, I'd say if you're trying to flip money, like I flip money doing um options trading but that's I, that's money that i could afford to lose right. every single dollar of that money because you you can definitely you can yeah all right yeah that's a that's a good answer we covered that well so I, so uh how many stocks should a new investor own and how many would be considered too diversified mm, too diversified is there really such a thing as too diversified 
Right. Unless you, so. unless you only have a hundred dollars and you have a hundred stocks fraction shared, maybe <laughs> that's too diversified. But um, um, I really don't think you could get too diversified. And I would say when it comes to like, if you're starting off with $500, let's say, I would say spread that out in between four to five companies or ETFs would be a good ratio. Or if you have a hundred bucks, maybe two companies. Um, I would say, yeah. yeah. I think you could be fully diversified with five, six ETFs, you know, a handful yeah, of ETFs, you know, you buy a U.S. stock market international, you can buy a, you can buy a bond market, a commodity, yeah. or, you know, ETFs. I mean, you can buy everything. Definitely. So, uh, so I got a, I got a question for you. This wasn't on the list, yeah. but uh, this is something I was wondering because I, I never really been too sure. Do you invest in commodities like gold and silver? Um, no, I don't. Um, although I have some gold um, and I do buy some uh, stocks, but no, not physical. Not, so my, not the physical raw material. My take on that was you're never you're not really buying gold. You're buying into gold mining companies. So mm -hmm. it just it doesn't really make sense to me because you're not in, you're not really buying gold. You know, right. you can't cash that in and then they send you gold bars in the mail. You yeah, know? you're buying into the companies that sell gold. Definitely. Like there's only very few good gold companies that are going to, that are not in debt, especially because most of them are in high debt. And so, no, it's not buying gold, buying into the, the stock. That's, that's sort of similar to owning real estate versus owning REITs, real estate yeah. investment trusts. It's kind of like a similar sort of thing too. Definitely. Do you own any REITs? I do have a REIT ETF, but. What was that? Do you own any REITs? No, I don't. Okay. You don't no. like them or what's your take on them? Um, no, because um, most of my, um, what the heck? Oh, sorry about that. Something popped up. Yeah, um, mine too. Upgraded by the host or something? <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't, I did not touch anything. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I thought I was getting kicked out. Or We're something. being spammed. We're being I, know, spammed. I know that after 40 minutes, I think, I'm not sure. I think there's something about we, recording limits, but... I think we have a, we got a little bit of time. Uh, sorry, go ahead. You're talking about REITs. Right. Um, no, I'm not really um, invested into them at all. Uh, most of mine is into um, more for capital gains, like renewable energy and the 5G sector. And, uh, and then I got the sustainable money and the blue chips, of course. So that's where I'm pretty much at. I'm, um, I'm pretty like 25% in blue chips and then the rest is in um, sectors for capital gains. So is it that you don't like them or you just rather use your money in those other sectors? Right. I'd rather use them okay. in th these other sectors Fair for enough. more capital gains. Okay. I do have one uh, re ETF uh, just because of the dividends. I just like the higher dividend, right. yield, but I wouldn't really recommend you buy individual REITs, but yeah, I don't really favor them. So uh, I think the last two, and these are, you know, these are the hot topics all the time, is Bitcoin and Tesla. Yeah. You know, uh, so what's your take on Tesla first? Tesla, um, the market cap does not make sense at all. Of course, like it's eight times more value than GM and Ford. Like the market cap does not make sense of as far as the company. Uh, although they're they're a great EV company and they're solar 
it's it's phenomenal but the the market cap does not make sense with the company the way i explain it to people is the market cap you're buying into elon musk because elon musk you cannot put a dollar amount on him you cannot put a market cap on a cap on him like steve jobs bill gates there's very few people where you can't put a market cap on them and elon musk is one of those people he's yeah. a hands-on innovator that's he's brilliant so it's gonna continue to grow although and, it does not make sense and also they own most of that market share right now in electric vehicles <laughs> but pretty soon uh these other uh manufacturers are going to catch up um will will tesla be yeah. able to um you know hold their value over the long term and come out on top is still a question yeah like as far as the, as the favorite company they're not my favorite car company no, I, I favor Ford and more of GM, especially. I think their market cap has far more to far to go, but I don't think Tesla's going to slow down uh, as far as long-term. But short-term, of course, there's mad volatility. I think they're going to basically matters. turn into what Apple turned into. Apple now yes. dominates the phone industry. I think Tesla's going to yes. do the same thing, but these other manufacturers uh, are going to catch up pretty soon. I yes. think, like you said, I think it's all investor sentiment that's driving their price. It's not even reality, but yeah, people are yes. keep buying it. So you're investing into Elon Musk at this point, and it's going to continue to grow. Although I do see, I do see it coming back down to like the high seven hundreds, but as far as long term wise, it's it's safe because Elon yeah. Musk is a great innovator, and you can't put a market cap on him. Yeah, I I agree with everything you said. Um, so let's let's finish up with the last one, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. Yeah. So I know a little bit of how you feel about it because I've seen a lot of your conversations. I think you're a little bit more bullish on it than I am, which is fine. Yes, I totally understand that. Uh, yes, so not not short term. Like, um, um, I definitely pulled because I've uh, I've traded uh, cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, uh, which I should have held on a long time ago, especially when the crash hit. I should have held on then. But I've had a lot of success trading it. Um, but as far as short term, I do see it still fluctuating, going up to 40 and coming back down to 30, maybe a little bit lower. But as far as long term wise and over a couple months, it's going to get momentum again. It's going to get up there because, um, well, I believe that physical currencies are going to be gone in a couple of years. And I think that with a microchip that Bill Gates and Microsoft have already came and established, um, people are going to move into cryptocurrencies and uh, Bitcoin is the leading factor. Maybe the, the, the what is it, the, the United, uh, United Nations, maybe they make their own uh, cryptocurrency and that'll be the, the world currency. But as, as far as right now, Bitcoin is the leading factor in that. And that also, I want to add, um, we had a guest on like a week or two ago. His name was Lloyd. Um, yeah. And he sort of talked about how you, there's nothing really backing Bitcoin's price. There's nothing really determining it. For example, if you look at Tesla, we know te why Tesla is the way it is. Electric vehicles are the future. You sort of know what you're investing in. If you so look at Bitcoin, what what are you investing in? What is backing it? So it's, it's risky in that sense um, because we don't really know what's driving the price up. Right. I think it's this. Oh, sorry. Go on. Go on. It's um, 
well, the, you know, uh, Bitcoin is a digital asset, a digital currency. But if if you look at the U.S. dollar, there's very little gold backing it now. It's now it's digital numbers backing it. It's our our socials. We're and on the fiat. More. We're on the fiat system. Yeah. Yes, it's a no. It's the digital now as well. It's very little gold backing the dollar. By by backing, I'm. I... I sort of meant like what what value does it hold um, in terms of I don't really know how to put it, but um, I know what, what you mean. Yeah, it, what, it's not, you can't like take ten bitcoins and go buy gas. You know, like you can't yeah. go to the grocery store and pay for something with bitcoins yet. So there's really no established real world value yet, other than uh, buyers, extent. other than buyer sentiment, which is the same thing with Tesla. People are saying it's the future. They don't want to miss out. It's the fear of missing out. And, right. Um, it's and, and you know what? Because none of us I, really know. That's the thing. Right. It could go to two hundred thousand uh, dollars per share, or it could go to zero. I, who knows? Because, yeah, because if it comes to that point when we are using it on the on the daily basis and stuff, think about what the value is going to be at that point. So, like, you have to buy when there's skeptics. When there's a lot of skeptics, that's where. You, you earn the most. I think, I, I, think I agree. With, I think I agree with that with that. I think I would put a little bit more in Bitcoin uh, just because I could, I could totally see it becoming a currency in the future. I really could like, and more and more companies are opening up to purchases. I know Visa is doing uh, reward points with Bitcoin. PayPal. So you, you do have to get in on it before it, it gets too crazy, but it's just, it's already crazy. Like it you is. Know, you have to, but, Especially you have to know what you're buying into it because it's high volatility. It's going up and down at, at all hours. But I definitely see Bitcoin getting yeah, getting up there in the future. That's exactly what both of you said earlier is the money that you're going to invest in Bitcoin. You have to invest it like you would with your trading account where you don't care at all if you lose it. You can't yeah. put any money that you're worried about. Right. And I've always traded Bitcoin and I regret not holding on to it from from the get-go because I'll probably yeah. made a lot more money than, than trading it. So it definitely hurts me now. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's really all, all I got for right now. Um, I definitely appreciate you coming on. It, this was awesome. Thank we you guys. Should, it was you awesome. Wanna, you're welcome to come on anytime. We could do this again. Definitely. We could definitely do this again for sure. Yeah, this was great. This was a good conversation. And I think it would be help. It's very helpful for people. So definitely. We got to continue helping others. And I love you guys' podcast. I'm a fan of it. I hope you guys get big. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate it. And we'll help. We're trying to help you out too. And we're trying to help out, you know, everybody uh, that wants to learn. So thank you, brother. Let's do it. All Let's right. continue to help Thanks. people. All right. Thanks, Take care, Johnny. man. Take care. Take care. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you to all our listeners and subscribers out there. Um, one thing that would help us out a lot is if you give us a rating and please leave a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. And if you have any suggestions for future shows of, of any type of subjects you would want us to cover, let us know. We're open to all suggestions. And um, also, the last thing I would say is it's also very, very helpful if you go over to our YouTube channel and you subscribe to that as well. And the YouTube channel has a lot of great, uh, we added a lot of photos and helpful aids that will 
help you understand a little bit better the things we discuss in the podcast. But um, once again, thanks for all your support and uh, stay tuned for the next episode.